time now for part two of our conversation with Lawyer Malloy on Patch from the Past, presented by Who but WB Mason, your one-stop shop for all of your business needs. Now, we ended part one of our conversation with Lawyer talking about Super Bowl 36. We pick it back up with the Patriots coming onto the field as a team. So, Lawyer, on that game, now your post-room, you got a good room, so you're ready to go out and play well. You're going to be well-rested. But you guys make a decision that week as players to be introduced as a team uh, on at, at the Super Bowl, which had never been done. And since then, it's changed the way teams have been introduced. Ever since then, every team has been introduced as a team. Can you talk about what went into that decision for you guys? Uh, I think it was a Cincinnati game. Was it Cincinnati? We're yeah, right. week, week one, week one, opening week. You guys decided it, to do it was that. week one. We 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 did that week one. Um, obviously we didn't win that game, so it didn't really really matter. But, but nobody even paid it, attention to it. It, it, it yeah, it was it was a it was a deal where in the NFL at the at the time, you know, individually you had you know you you got announced. So they would they would say, okay, defense is getting you get getting announced this week or whatever. So offense you know goes out first, and defensively you 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 go out. Um, and it was your time as an individual to go out and do, hey, you know, from the University of Washington, starting safety, number 36, lawyer Malloy. So I'll go out and do the fist pump and do all, all that. And at home, like the smoke would come out and, it, it, you know, two burst on you or whatever. Then you go out into the cheerleaders and meet your team or whatever. So it's just like, you know, it was it was it felt like you were in in, in the NFL or whatever. Um I think it was offense that was that was up that week. Um, anyways, it doesn't really matter. So there's a time where you know they they they, they call and say, okay, you know, team, you have two minutes to get ready or whatever. So we you know they they did that and we we uh, we started to go towards the uh, towards the tunnel, and we already heard our you know the, the you know whoever was getting called out, we already heard heard the names being announced. So we're all looking around like, what the hell? You mean we're, we're all professionals, and we you know a lot of guys have been in the league for for however many years, and we're like, this is not how it's supposed to go. So we just said, fuck it, we'll, we'll just go out as a team, and we did we did that, and you know went out there, and like I said, for some reason we we you know we we didn't win that game. Um, 9-11 hit. It unified, you know, not only our team, but the but the nation. And I think we revisit revisited revisited. I can't even say it, revisited the option to go out as a team collectively uh, through the leaders first, and then we talked to the team like, hey, look, you know, you know, we're a part of the the healing process for for our nation. Um, and collectively, we we decided to do that for the rest of the season. As Brian was saying, I mean, nobody during the season noticed it nobody during the season noticed it and i remember wow. bill saying um you know when they're down in new orleans the league comes up to him and says all right you know you've got four minutes here for introductions he goes we need 30 seconds because we're going out as a team and they said well you don't right. understand you know it's we got this whole thing planned and he goes i don't care what you do but you're we fucking need with the seconds. money you're, you're right. messing with our money right <laughs> we're going out as a team i think my point is lawyer is that nobody Right, right or wrong, and wrong really. In, in hindsight, nobody noticed it during the entire season. When you did it on Super Bowl Sunday, it it had such an impact, not only to Patriots fans, but to the entire country who saw a team that was unified yeah. and that that it's about team, 
not about an individual dancing as much as people might want to do that. And that really is one of the true legacies of that team. Wouldn't you say, as Brian mentioned earlier, now that's the way it's done. Well, I mean, once, once you, once you hoist the Lombardi trophy, then they start dissecting how they did it, you know? And for us, you know, maybe it was perfect that nobody, you know, noticed that, you know, we were doing that all, you know, all along, and that that we were the uh, the team that was that, that was rallying rallying behind a, a a young upstart quarterback. We were we were a team that um was just getting closer and closer each game. You know, playing better and better each game. Um, and when I say closer, that's on the field and and off the field. We were just a a team that was that was becoming so galvanized that we're ready for for anything and you know uh again nobody nobody paid attention to us because we weren't supposed to be there in the first place um so things like that like they they get notarized i mean yeah they they get they get seen once you accomplish the you know the ultimate goal the unexpected you know and um yeah so and then once you remember correctly yeah, go ahead. If I remember correctly, during the season when you guys did it, and I didn't, I'm not saying I noticed this because I didn't, but I think they still introduced the players individually. Yeah, they did. But you guys just ran out together. Together. Mm-hmm. What made it notable at the Super Bowl was Pat Summerall saying, choosing Tuesday. to be introduced as a as team. A team. Yes. And, and it was voice. like, whoa. And I've voice. talked to fans. The, the fans all say, like, oh, I got chills when that happened. Yeah. So it was yeah, pretty cool. It was just awesome. Yeah. Like I, like I said, it was it was, it was was how it was supposed to be. I don't know. I mean, there's there no really words to it. it. You know, that season wasn't about the NFL. It was about, you know, about the nation, and it was about us. And um, I think we put that on display that day. When uh, you were in um... – Ohio, when your good friend and former teammate Ty Law was inducted into the Hall of Fame this August, and that Hall of Fame was Hall of Fame career was probably punctuated that night in New Orleans. Not that you ever had any doubt, lawyer, but on the pick six of mm-hmm. Warner at that point in time, mm-hmm. was there anything on your team defensively, the whole team on the sideline? We thought we had a chance. Now we know we have a chance after that play. Was there? Did that sort of rally everybody yeah. behind you after Ty's play? Do you think? I'll, I'll get back to his play, but um, I, I think that we started to have that attitude after we played and lost to the Rams um, midway during the season. Um, I don't know. We, we played him in Foxborough, and there was something that happened that, that right before halftime where they had like a fourteen point swing where. We were winning. And they Smith had a, fumbled on the one yard line. Yeah, it, it was something like that or whatever. Um, but I remember just, you know, feeling eerily confident after losing the game um, because they were labeled as, you know, as the champs to be that year. Like, you know, they had set the bar so high. And when we played them, even though we lost that game in Foxborough, um, there was nothing. We were so prepared. Belichick and his staff had us so prepared, and we played so hard out of respect for you know to to, to our opponent that in that locker room you would have thought we won the game. You know, guys were smiling or whatever. Like they, we, they were just we were proud of of our output. 
But we also talked about if we played them again, if we play, if we get a chance to play them again, if we're so much, if we work hard enough and play them again, things are going to be different. And uh, yeah, that, 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 was, that was it. Is that specifically targeting Falk and making sure that, you know, he's the point person on everything as, as to what you guys do defensively? <clears throat> yeah, I'll get to, get into that, but I, I, I'll be remiss if I don't if I don't talk about Ty's play. So um, obviously the high powered offense, you know, the greatest show on turf or whatever. We knew that defensively, you know, our it was going to be a big big test for us or whatever. So um, um, I think it was early in the game or whatever. Uh, you know, it was kind of going back and forth, but maybe one, you know, both of us had you know a series where we you know no, nobody did anything and. Um, big time players make you know big plays in big big situations, and and you know uh, when Ty got that interception, I think it was a a, a, a free blitz or, or the a, a, the lineman messed up a blitz Brable. by Brable. Yeah. Uh so it was a great rush, and and you know ball floated, and you know Ty took it took it to the house, and um, I think we, we at that point it it, it it reconfirmed why we were there for us, uh, for for the people that were watching. Um, but again, we, you know, that whole week was just different. Like it, it, it was really attention to detail. It was a business trip. You know, I think I, I said something, um, at city hall, like, Hey, you know, we, we've been there before. Um, this time it's a business trip. Like, you know, um, my rookie year, we got caught up in the, at least for me, I got caught up in the lights. You Luther Vandross being on the sidelines. This this time, I didn't give a shit or who 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 was around. And 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 you know, we were just focusing on, you know, playing our best against you know who everybody else revered to be. You know, crowned the champion that year. And uh, that that play right there, you know, when when he took it, you know, not only intercepted it but took it took it to the house and, and gave us a lead. Hell yeah, it, it gave us a lot of confidence. Um, going into the game plan, you know, uh, uh, I told you about when we played them uh, in Foxborough, there was few adjustments that we, we needed to, to, to make. Um, uh, I thought, I think Belichick understood, you know, defensively, we, we matched up really well with them. Um, you know, we had, you know, nickelbacks that can, that could, if they came in multiple receivers that could, you know, cover everybody. Um, uh the biggest thing, like you said, was was you know, paying attention to Falk uh, early on in the game. You know, if if you were any was anybody any position that had a rush and he was on your side, you know, we just you you had to chip him or whatever. Which it, it, it may sound tedious, but that's the kind of coach that Belichick is. He's always going to take out the you know the the who he think is the biggest threat. And uh, Marshall Falk coming out of the backfield, you know, obviously got him into the the Hall of Fame. So. So we did we did that, but <clears throat> I think the, the the biggest thing for us as a secondary was to understand and know that um, they're going to catch the ball when they do. We got to hit them because they don't want to they don't want to get hit. They don't want to get dogged. And you know, luckily for us, the the referees let us you know you know get a little rough with them and kind of you know took them out of getting the, out of, out, of the, out of their game for three quarters. Um, but again, you know, like uh, the good team that they are, you know, they they you know they settled in also and uh, made it a close game in the end. Lawyer, uh, you know, John Madden is infamous in New England for for saying the Patriots with a minute and twenty one left and no timeout should have taken a knee. Yep. Now, I go. I want to reference Super Bowl Fifty One for a minute because 
Patriots, that's the first Super Bowl that goes to overtime. And, you know, I've talked to Coach Belichick about this, and he really felt like the Falcons were gassed at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Were you guys gassed at the end of Super Bowl 36? And if it went to overtime <laughs> and you lost the coin toss, would it have been trying to hang on? Uh, I don't I don't really remember being gassed. Um, obviously, I was tired. You know I mean, um, here we were as a defense. We were playing very, very well. Um, but they they were starting to, you know, to, you know, get comfortable and getting, you know, getting the zone. I think uh, who who is the uh, their their receiver uh, pro pro Ricky Ricky, pro, Ricky Prohl, had, yeah Ricky pro yeah just scored or whatever. So uh, as as a as a leader, I'm like, oh crap, you know what I mean? They're they're coming back, but I couldn't let my teammates show. And I just remember. On the sideline, you know, being, you know, uh, um, first of all, checking myself, say, hey, look, this is the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be tough. Da, 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 da. Go talk to your team. So I'm going over there and I'm, I'm talking to the team like, hey, we got, we still got this. dude. We've been winning all game, whatever. We, you know, it's supposed to be hard, you know, basically like things like that. And as I'm doing that and I'm, I'm basically faking it until I'm making it like whatever, like we're going to go out there and I know my guys are going to compete, but they need to know I'm I'm, I'm in the game. Like, let, let's let's go. Um uh, while I'm doing the, the, that that speech, you know, rallying, going down to defense, your defensive linemen sit separately from the, the defense uh, DBs or whatever. So I go down to de- defensive linemen first, and I'm giving them that message like, "Hey, let's go! Like it was supposed to be like this. Let's, let's, let's do it. We're prepared for this." And then I'm going down to the, the 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 DB section or whatever, and I'm talking to everybody. As I'm doing that, the the the, the crowd noise gets louder and louder. And louder and louder until the you know, the fact where I to the point where I can I couldn't hear what I was saying out of my mouth because when I looked around Brady had the offense on the 50 yard line and then I think right after that when I started paying attention is when uh, um, either Troy Brown or, or Troy Brown uh, yep. Yeah, Troy Brown caught the ball, ran out of out of bounds, and I was then I started paying attention like, oh shit, we got a chance to win this thing right now. Are you a watch the field goal guy or are you a head down and the crowd will tell me what happened? Head down in the crowd. I was, I was, you know, <clears throat> back then uh, at, at, at in New Orleans, the, the stadium, the, <clears throat> the, uh, the distance between the, 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 the fans where they, the stands where they, they are and the bench for the players uh, was abnormally large or whatever. So I, I had a plenty of room to go get, you know, go disappear. I think, I even bumped Mariah Carey out of the way or something like, man, get out of here. It's my time. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm joking about that. But anyways, I, I found a little space for, over, over me. I was like, oh, man, we got we got a chance. We got a chance. You know, here, here's here's Vinatieri, my, my classmate or whatever, you know, uh, going up there. He had already kicked, you know, to me, the, the, the two biggest, you know, field goals in the snow. Uh, to give us a chance to win that game, so you know the the confidence level was high, but it looked like it was hella deep. Like from from what I, I don't know if you ever been to New Orleans Stadium or on the sideline, everything looks hella big there for for whatever reason. So I'm like, okay, you know, please God, let let, let it go through. And um, when it went through, it was like we did it. So Matt, so so we all know lawyer ran out and and grabbed Coach Belichick and gave him a big hug. What we didn't know was because he gave him his hotel room. It wasn't it had nothing to do with the game. 
almost threw my damn back out uh, uh, trying to pick his ass up. I, mean, I, I didn't know how heavy he was. Like, he, had, he has that old man weight. No, but it was it was it was a great moment. I think his daughter came over there and you know and joined in the in the hugs and all that. And it was just a individually like when you when you when you when you win or you're you're in that moment and the confetti finally comes down and your your team's color, um, it just flashes you back to your your journey to get to that point. All the way from boys club, uh, junior high, high school, uh, University of Washington, like it was just like all of that led up to this moment and uh it was just a very climactic situation keep it clean brian <laughs> that's okay we are listening to uh pat from the past podcast brought to you by wb mason uh wb mason delivers all of your business essentials for free with no minimum order break room furniture facilities maintenance office supplies and so much more for the fastest delivery of business products nobody does it better then who but WB Mason? So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna skip past O two lawyer, and um and as you're heading into O three and free agency starts, and um and the Patriots signed Rodney Harrison. Were you what were your feelings when you saw that signing? Were you curious? Did you expect it? What did you think when um, Rodney was brought aboard? Well, for, for, for me at that point, I had already seen enough and had evolved enough to understand that it just, it wasn't just, it wasn't about football. It's a business, <laughs> you know? Um, so what I did in preparation of that, I, I think my, my agent that, <clears throat> that I had my rookie year, uh, Ray Anderson, which is now the athletic director, uh, at Arizona state, he was, uh, going on to, um, he had went on to do contracts for uh, Atlanta Falcons. And um, so I wasn't really comfortable with my representation at the time, but I, I, I felt something. I think it was even before Rodney came. I think it was after Tabucky uh, went down to uh, to New Orleans. Uh, I, I was like, oh, this something ain't right. Like, so let me make sure that my team is strong or whatever. And I end up going with uh, the Postons, uh, you know, Ty's uh, um, agents and um, <clears throat> had seen how they dealt with uh, the Patriot organization first, first and foremost. And I wanted somebody like that in case in case things <clears throat> got a little hairy. Um, I wanted some, you know, strong representation in my corner. So I went with that, went, went with them. Ultimately, uh, they, they got uh, uh, Rodney came in, we went through the whole offseason Um like it was going to be me and him. Uh, so I was, I was prepared for that. Um, still kind of in negotiations uh, with, with the team to, you know, do whatever uh, because that conversation was definitely on, 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 <clears throat> on the table. But the last uh, conversation I had um, is right before the June one, uh, what would they call it? June, June something where the veteran. Yeah, it was you, June 1st. Yeah. June 1st or whatever. I had a conversation with Bill, like, what's going on? He was like, hey, everything's, everything's fine. You mean, um, worst case scenario is you play out this year and, you know, either we revisit it or, you know, I had to let you go. And that was the last time I talked to uh, to, to Belichick until um, <clears throat> the meeting we had after the last preseason game, which, you know, the team was doing well. Uh, obviously, me and, me and Rodney were, um, you know, figuring it out um, uh 
um, on the practice field or whatever. We're basically the same kind of player, so we're interchangeable, which was going to, I think, give uh, the officers, you know, hell because they didn't, you know, know how, you know, who's going to be coming, who's going to be covering or whatever. So I just really felt good, you know, after the, after the fourth game on what we had from a defensive uh, backfield situation and as a team. And ultimately uh, got the call. You know, I was always the last person in there playing dominoes in the locker room. Um, that uh, after, I think we played on Thursday, so Friday. So that Friday night, you know, uh, Bears, as soon as I was about to walk out the door, Bears you know, said, hey, Bill Bill wants to talk to you. And that's when the, the conversation happened. And he gave me the ultimatum um, that, I, that obviously I didn't like <clears throat> um, at the time. Um, and it was basically, you know, hey, make what you made last year or we're going to have to release you. And there was no other options or whatever. And I was, you know, obviously you guys know what I decided on, on that Monday. And um, there's a lot of factors at that point. Um, again, I was, I'm, I'm a lot more mature now, but um, there was a lot of factors going into that. Uh, it was, it was, you know, uh, uh, I just, over the weekend, I he gave me until the, you know, to that Monday, it was uh, over the weekend. I had a lot of time to process from my rookie year you know, me, you know, getting a, a chance to know Belichick, uh, to me vouching for him to be the, 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 the coach to turn it around during my free agent year, um, to ultimately me being the first, you know, signee that he signed, um, going to my second Pro Bowl in, I mean, uh, to, I think it was my fourth Pro Bowl in, in, in five years at that point, um, uh, um, um, being a captain, you know, uh, being a, uh, 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 I guess a, a, a touchable figure in, 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 in the Boston community, community, uh, all that stuff. I had to process that weekend. I was just, I came back on Monday and I, like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, you know, um, even if I did it, like I wouldn't be able to look at you in, in the, in the face and, and that was my decision. So then you obviously a day or two later. But, but, signed. Hey, I, I'd be remiss yep. to say I definitely knew what I was leaving because I had I had worked so hard in seven years to to build it. So I knew I was I was losing. I, I was leaving a team that, you know, could potential. I was thinking about that year. Obviously, it turned into a dynasty, but. I was leaving a, 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 a potential championship team. Like I, I felt good. Like there's few few times at the training camp where you just kind of feel good about you know your, your team. And I, I knew, and that's kind of what was sucked also is I knew that we had a chance to be very very special that year. So you go to Buffalo, you sign with the Bills, and the Patriots are coming to Buffalo week one, and I'll never forget you being announced last for Buffalo and coming out with the fist pump. You guys go on to uh, win 31 to nothing, intercept Brady four times in that game, including Sam Adams rumbling <laughs> down the field. H- how satisfying was that week for you after everything that had happened that you guys, you know, basically handed the Patriots their lunch? Uh, satisfying is, is a big, a big word. I just felt like, for me individually, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. You know, um, because no, no matter how, how good you are individually, how strong you are as a, as a man, like when you go th- 
through something life changing like that. Like there, there's some uncertainty, right? So us going out, me going out and, and really being around a bunch of strangers, um, having two days to prepare um, for, for anybody, let alone your, 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 the team you just left. Um, I mean, there was, I was in a, 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 not a new city. I was sleeping in a new bed. Like it was all, all those things factored into it. So when we won, it was, it was more just confirmation. Like, yeah, lawyer, that, that sucked, but you're going to be okay. You know, you weren't the first person that he had ever made a big decision on lawyer. I mean, the co-star decision in Cleveland was one, but it was New England. You were the first, no question about it. And I think as, uh, as we've had the uh, benefit of time to see through the years, I think people, Patriots fans specifically, were shocked when that happened. You see the ugly side of the business right in your face. But as the years have gone by, we've seen what happened to Richard Seymour, Logan Mankins. You know, um, I think you could make a case that Tom saw what happened to you in 2003. And I don't know if it was a self-fulfilling prophecy or not, but it was always in the back of Tom's mind that they're going to get you a year early before they get you a year late. And that's why he made, that's why that's why Tom went over Belichick's head and, 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 and got Garoppolo out of there. Right. No, I don't know about that, but I'm just I'm just I'm, saying I'm, I think, I'm, I'm, right. I think it was I, I, I think we saw that 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 affected him yeah. as you look back at it again with the benefit of time, you know, as much as it hurt. And as difficult of a decision that it was for you, but a prideful decision that I've got to do what's best for me. Can you look back at this now through this 18 year period and say, boy, that guy isn't afraid to make decisions as difficult as those decisions are. Okay. okay. Let, let me, let me, let me cut you off. So, so a lot of things I said at that point made it sound like I was like individually uh, selfish and I probably could have worded it right. But no, but, I, I don't, but, but, I but, wouldn't but, say that at all. Okay. So, so, so here, here's the deal. And, and, and obviously me and me and Belichick has talked, talked since then. Um, it is a business, right? Um, just like any other fortune 500 company, you know, going and sifting through all the, the college graduates trying to, you know, get the same production for, you know, for for less money, money to you know be competitive or whatever. This is this is the NFL is a, a billion dollar business. Where I had a problem with, and where I differ from everybody else that you mentioned, is that they got released before the June first date. I got released two days, or, or you know, the Monday before the first game. It was the way he handled it. Mm not the situation like business wise. Like if you knew it was some, like he knew back in June and I could have, you know, got on the team, but there was, when I, when I gave that decision, I took a risk that there was no money out there or nobody, you know, everybody, all the rosters were filled. You know what I'm saying? That was, yeah. So that to me, that was, that was the shitty part. Like, you know, you, you knew this, we had this conversation, you knew, Potentially that you you want to knock the money down. Like let's have those conversations before. Now I can go get used to a new environment, a new new team. That was the shitty part. That's why you you know that's that's what everybody's you know missing with my transaction. Like it's, it was the way it was handled. That's the perfect way of clarifying it because what I'm doing is lumping you in with a bunch of other guys and oh lawyer no. was the first, but look at what happened with this guy and that guy and this guy. And your point is. 
okay, yeah, maybe chronologically I was a first, but don't compare me to Seymour. Don't compare me to Mankins because mine happened right before week one, which I think is that really puts a spotlight on how that decision came down. Is that fair? That, that that is that has to be that that has to be put into that equa- equation and it never is. Yep. But I you know I I'm I'm bigger than that now and and I don't ever bring you know I mean this is probably one of the first times I've ever even bringing that 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 part up. All right, so so lawyer, so you, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead, five Matt. years five years ago, lawyer, the organization decided to then um, honor, rightly so, the 2001 team. And I'm, you know, not for details or anything like that. And and maybe you and Bill had had a time where your paths crossed beforehand. But the fact that the organization did that and brought you guys back and Bill was there, that's how important that team was to Bill. It's a Saturday night before the game on Sunday. You know what his routine is like on a Saturday night. The fact that he was there for your guys, does that help maybe bring some closure to this whole thing for you if you didn't have closure beforehand? Indiv- like my my individual co- uh, closure was I was actually down in Atlanta and we played a preseason game I think it was had to be 2008 or whatever and uh, right right before we go back into the the locker room after pregame warmups or whatever he <clears throat> I felt a, a hand on my on my um, on my shoulder and it was uh, 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 shocked shit out of me that when I turned around it was him. Um, and you know he just basically said what I what I he said yeah I'm I'm sorry uh, uh, I'm sorry about how it went down and that was that was basically it, um, but really what what so for me I was like uh, uh, kind of taken aback or whatever but I was like that that, that was pretty cool I'm I'm, fi- I'm glad that he finally you know to me and you know admitted that or whatever. The world doesn't have to know. Like you know, we're built the same way. I don't really care about how you know. But he, you know, at that point said what he said, and it was, it was like wow, and it was unexpected, which was even better. Did 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 getting back with your teammates and everybody that came oh. back five years ago? That, I mean, so it's wonderful and probably yeah. better so, by so, the way. So let, yeah, let me let me let me go. So it wasn't it wasn't until for me. Um, because even even after you know Belichick you know put his hand on me and said what he said or whatever, um, I still was like you know you know screw it, I'm you know I don't I don't I'm I'm it's, it's in my past whatever I don't you know if they if they don't want to associate me I'm I'm fine with it or whatever, um, but it, it wasn't until social media like Twitter, um, ultimately Instagram where I started to see. Um, you know uh, uh, that fans really you know respected you know my time there, what I brought to the team, what I meant to them. Uh, that's why I was like, you know what? As much as I want to fight this, I'm always going to be a patriot. Everybody, even in in my home state of Washington, we talked about earlier. You know when 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 people you know people know my name or they hear my name, like hey, you 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 were the patriot, right? Like so, there's things I I did there in those seven years where you know I can't I can't run from and. At that point, um, I think even I think it was probably a year before I had, you know, started coming around, going to games. I even um, wiggled my way into uh, uh, Kraft's uh, um, suite, and you know there was a lot. Every every step I took, there was big eyes like, "Oh crap, what was he doing here? What was he doing here?" And uh, it was Ty. Obviously, Ty is brash. He don't give a shit. Like, hey, you want to go see him? Let's go see him. So I just went up to, you know. Um, 
to a, a craft. You know, he was surrounded by all his people and all that. And, you know, he gave me a, a smile and, and uh, I just said, hey, man, you know, I just want to apologize on, you know, on my departure. Uh, I want to say I appreciate you, but more so I appreciate, you know, I'm in a different point in my life right now um, uh, with wife and kids. And I, I appreciate what you did for me as a patriot, but the relationship that you have with with uh, uh, with, with Miss Mara, who had just passed away or whatever, um, I want you to know that I, I was I, I noticed that also, and uh, I said that said my piece similar similar to the way that Belichick you know <laughs> said his little piece on the field and and then I walked away. But um, after that, uh, I started coming around a little bit more and more. And uh, yeah, I mean. When you accomplish things, uh, you know, uh, and you do individually, you do good things or great things in a in a city for organization for seven years. Uh, you know, it's hard to to run from. You know, Lloyd, to shift gears just a little bit and talk about you as a player. Um, you know, we've laughed about how I would come in the locker room after a loss. You know, you guys get your 10 minutes, cool, 10 minute cooling off period. I'd walk up to you and be like, Hey, Laura, you got a second? No, nah, man, get out of here. And then like 10 minutes later, you have 15 that's reporters nice around you. The, that's the nice version, by the way. Thank you for that. But, but also I remember a game in Miami, a loss in Miami. It may even have been 01. I'm not exactly sure, but how you sat in the locker, in inside your locker, full uniform, full pads, for basically the entire time the media was in the locker room. So my point is that you were a very emotional player. Yeah. Did you feel like that always was a positive? Was there ever a time when you felt like that hurt you as a player? I mean, I, I guess, how did you feel about how did you keep your emotions in check and how did that help you or hurt you as a player? No, I don't give a shit about, like, I always stay true to myself and, you know, uh, I, I love being a Patriot, but I lasted 15 years in the NFL because I could play ball. You know, um, I just saw a stat where, you know, when I retired, I think it was, you know, uh, Ray Lewis and, and Zach Thomas, whatever. Um, they 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 were the only ones that had more tackles than me. I was the only DB on, on, on that list or whatever. Um, my job was to, to go in and, 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 and be – be grimy, you know, change, change the, 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 the freaking attitude of a, of a city and a, and a team that w- hadn't won shit. So, um, no, I, I, I didn't care how people, you know, saw me because I'm the one that had to do the dirty work. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one in the trenches or whatever. So, um, that was my, that was my attitude. Now, obviously now that I'm, um, uh, I guess I've evolved. I have four daughters or whatever. I've I've found the softer side and, um, (laughs) you know, you know, you know, me and you have a better relationship. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm proud of of everybody. We've talked about this, Brian, not only the the, the players that I I lined up with and led in the, in the battle being on ESPN and all that stuff. uh, Um, you know, uh, we talked about me and you, Brian, about some of the journalists that, you know, were in that same locker room and that, that I was denying and, you know, may, maybe throwing out some F- F-bombs. I, I'm, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of everybody because they were all part of the process. You know, um, uh, uh, to me, uh, um, a, a, a team of destiny. Um, a, what would they, what would they, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Cinderella? When you, when you, 
Oh, when you when you when you have a a, a championship team for years and years, uh, dynasty. Oh, dynasty. You know, you teams are dynasty. Yeah, teams, teams are dynasty. Whatever. There's there's a lot more than just the the, the individual pieces involved. Like they're all all you guys were were a part of it. So yeah, I was I was a very proud person. Um, um, when I when I came into the league, um, you know, the league is filled of, of very talented players and individuals. Um, it's the guys that you know really you know perfect their their craft. And and stay true to it is the ones that last and become great. And I think you know that's that's all I was focused on. Well, and lawyer, I can tell you that you know last year in Canton when Ty was going into the Hall of Fame, and seeing you and and all your teammates together, Willie and and Richard and even Rodney, who you really didn't play with past the preseason, but and Curtis Martin was there and and all those guys and seeing that was pretty cool for me as an individual as a as maybe a sports fan, but your one of your best friends was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And my last question for you is, what was that like for you to see Ty get the gold jacket and, and be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I, yeah, just it's just first of all, the the committee, the, the Hall of Fame committee. Um, I don't even know what it's called or whatever. Uh, you know, everybody knows about the Hall of Fame, but until you you go there and you experience it with somebody that 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 you balled with or that you consider a brother, and you see you know everything that you know how the red carpet is is thrown out to him, and you know you you see the <clears throat> the statue um, that looks like him and all that. That's when again it's that that aha moment, is, is similar to when that confetti comes down in, in your colors colors. It, it just reconfirms you know, what you did, like nobody can ever say that he wasn't there. And, um, I was just very proud to be a part of, a part of, a part of his journey. You mean, um, because no, especially in football, you, you, no individual wins a championship by himself. Um, and I think Ty did a really good job of, of including all of us in, in, in their speeches, but, you know, uh, it's a, it's the, the, the ultimate individual, um, accomplishment and uh yeah it was it was it was great man it was mind-blowing I, I just you know um yeah and, and, and well deserved um and like I said like like you said you know seeing all all the um all the past teammates you know from 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 every team you know, like I have no like no qualms about you know towards towards Rodney I'm glad that he kept it going, you know what I'm saying? And then maybe even did it better, you know. Um, there, there, there's something to say about the beginning. And when I got to Boston in 1996, the Patriots were not thought of as future Hall of Famers, um, Pro Bowl players, uh, NFL Super Bowl champions. They just weren't. And I was a part of that process from the beginning. And um, it's always reconfirmed every time they, you know, they, they get back to that game, which is, which is incredible how many times they've, they've, they've been able to reinvent themselves year after year to give that organization a chance to be champions. But uh, everybody, no matter, whenever they get back to that point or they're in the hunt, 
they're always talking about the beginning. And you were front and center in the beginning, and everybody in Boston and everybody in New England will remember that the Patriots' first Super Bowl champion was helped captained by Lawyer Malloy, which is why we wanted to talk to you, which is why you'll always be a Patriot. I don't care how many other teams or how many other years you played for. I don't want to dismiss that. 15 years in the NFL is an eternity and something that you should be uh, extremely proud of. But you'll always hey, be a Patriot. Hey, you'll hey, always my, be a Patriot. My, na- my name might not be in the Raptors. It might not ever, might not ever get there, and I'm, I'm okay with that. For whatever reasons, um, but I'm, I'm I'm very proud of the of, like I said all the all the guys that went in a lot of my teammates have went in over the last few years or whatever. Uh, the one thing that um, I can tell you is that when the construction crew was going up there and they were building a new stadium, uh, they had a, uh, like four or five of us go up and and sign, you know, uh, one of the Raptors, one of the, one of the steel beams. So they can never take that away. I'm 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 in that I'm in that biz somewhere. Yeah, I almost got killed that day. <laughs> you were there. I remember that. You wore some like two by uh, four dress, fell and hit me. Shoes or some shit. The two by That's four funny. fell from the beam and hit me in the leg. I remember that. That's funny. You remember going out there? Hell yeah. Yeah yeah. So yeah. He could have been he could have been a co-owner if it hit him in the head. <laughs> I, I would have been dead, but. Hey, lawyer, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the time and the memories. Thanks for your time. Stay safe. Stay safe with your family and be well. Appreciate it. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.